Welcome to the special. Happy Halloween. Um, I'm Jordan. This is George, and we have a special guest tonight, which, uh, by the way, I appreciate you coming on. Um, go ahead and introduce yourself. Hi, I am Oscar Alonzo. You may have heard me from such podcasts as The Ozone back in 07, back when I was a partner with Big KBN, Big Kids Big News Network. That sounds as disturbing as it did having to say that. Um, I also did a podcast called Shattercast Uncut, a Transformers-only podcast, so we canceled that and restarted a new one called um, All Hail Unicron which is currently on our YouTube, and you can look us up on Facebook under All Hail Unicron. Um, we're like 20-somewhat episodes in. Like you guys, our schedule is every two weeks because, you know, life does happen. You know, you can't do this shit every week. God bless. Um, if we you know only could get paid to do so. Oh, my God, right? <laughs> that would be awesome. I've also done some YouTube videos under my uh, YouTube name, Oscar NJ Boy O-S-C-A-R, NJ like New Jersey, and then B-O-Y. I've done some shitty animated feet uh, shorts. I've done some really, <laughs> I don't know. I still watch it. I still, I had fun making it. So fuck it. I, I use my toy collection to make little movies like, you know, detect, you know, uh, tra uh, Transformers murder mystery where Hound is Cybertron's greatest detective and Gengar from Star Wars is getting his ass eaten by some Fortnite character in the pleasure pit because it sounded like a good idea. And I was home alone that day. So I went for it. Um, you know, and, and, um, and if I'm not doing any of that stuff and I'm not working on occasion on Saturdays, I'm hanging out with my good buddy, Ryan, that Jorge and I know from our AT&T days, he still yeah, comes over uh, every other week when he can. Um, I, I should have probably told him we were doing this tonight, but, but you know, he'd, he'd probably, he'd probably be really excited just to talk to you, Jorge, but yeah, but yeah, that's me. I'm here because you guys talk about paranormal stuff. That's my shit. Besides... Anything that's a giant robot or a superhero in sexy, sexy tights and sensual pillows. Um, I love the paranormal. I love Halloween. I love watching horror movies. I love all that stuff. So I'm looking forward to hanging out with you guys today. Okay. Hell yeah. So, in saying that, by the way. So I do, uh, I'm going to start asking questions at the beginning after introductions. Um, just... Questions that, that, that I think you can mull over if you want to wait to the end of the episode to answer. Go ahead and answer mm -hmm. it. Um, if I, this is going to be, I believe it's a pretty open-ended question. What is, and George, you're also included, what is your favorite horror movie? You're included too, right? Yeah. Yeah, I can give mine right now. I know what it is. What? The Thing? The John Carpenter edition? Oof, that's a good one, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That is, I never watched a movie that made me puke before, but that one did it. That one's so good. Holy Especially the defibrillator scene. I have Holy fuck. Does <laughs> his arm get lopped off by these giant teeth? I was like, I was a kid when I saw it. So I was like, Bleh! and then I was like under the bed praying. <laughs> My mom's like, ¿Qué pasa, mijo? What's going on? What do you, what are you watching? Oh, look at his head. It's a spider. Look, Oscar. I'm like, no, I don't want to look. My dad would come in. What's going on? Wow, that's fucking gross, man. Hey, the Mets are doing shit. I don't. Where's my beer, woman? And he goes back to living. Like, you know, freaking. Yeah, that's a good movie. That's a very good movie. Kurt Russell is the man in that thing. Oh fucking dude! I just I appreciate the the idea of intelligent people trying to figure out how the fuck to survive, mm -hmm. and not to mention the practical effects are spot on. Yep. Oh my god. Yeah, you know, did you know that the uh, prequel they made of years ago was gonna have a shit ton of practical yes. effects, but the studio stepped in and was like, "No, we're gonna CG it." 
like they they had like 80 percent of the shit filmed like no we're gonna cg all that stuff i know like oh, okay it's just and not to mention half like the original people um i believe they speak portuguese like the original people at the beginning the two that were shooting at the dog they spoke yeah. a different language and when they became when they they came to the sequel only two of them spoke por Portuguese when it was <laughs> <laughs> when it wasn't it, it, uh, just it, continuity. It's probably the worst sequel I've ever seen in my life. I hated it so much. It was so yeah, bad. It's, a, it's always that one part in a movie where like two people are speaking a foreign language, and and then you have that one guy who speaks like English but with an accent. So like in that scene, it was probably like you know, forgive my friends. I am Dario. I am from Portugal here oh, in winter. <laughs> this makes sense i am i'm bueno yes hello <laughs> yeah like exactly like i don't i don't get it i don't i really don't but um okay so did you guys want to mull it over or do you have a pick already i have a pick already what about you jorge oh. i got a mullet all right i i'm i'm gonna go with recent because and everyone's gonna know what i'm what i'm gonna say but i don't care I think when I found out this dude was one of the writers for this fucking recent trilogy that came out, I was like, it's got to be garbage. I was really, enjo I, w I enjoyed watching this film, and that's the Halloween trilogy, you know? Um, Halloween Kills is probably the most insane one out of the three, but Halloween Ends wasn't that bad, uh, in my opinion. I'm not a film critic, but I had fun watching that movie. I really I heard, did. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call myself out here. I haven't seen... Um, I uh, any of them, but I heard Halloween Kills was like at least the ending was bad shit insane. Like yeah. with oh my god, like in a good way, not in a bad way. Because there's two there's two ways that they could go about saying bad shit. But in this sense, I heard that the like the the fighting at the end was absolute just pure chaos. Yeah, and and you know, and I love my slashers, man. I really do. You know, I I love my Black Christmas films. I'm not a fan of the fucking remakes, but I love the original Garbage Day, right? Um, <laughs> Dude, that, that, oh, the fucking movie yeah, like, is so. <laughs> it's that one's off the fucking rails, but it's like I love my slashers. Um, I'm trying to remember the one I saw the other day. It had Jamie Lee Curtis post Halloween starring in it too. Um, she was on a train. David Copperfield starred in it also. And he was a slasher, oh, but they fuck. they never um, divulged the discovery of it. And that was that was really good. And then of course our sleepaway camp. Um, that's a that's a that's one. a that's a fucking what is it? Uh, what do they call them? That's uh, what kind of classic is that? It's uh, a it game. It, it garnered attention after it was released. Yeah, called classic. It quickly yeah, became especially with VHS sales. Um, like a lot of movies, like did absolutely shit in the theater. But once they hit VHS and he made it to video stores, it was like, oh, hey, what's this? Hey, this is really good. You know, and they became really popular. So, um, but yeah, mine is mine is most recently Halloween. Um, the Halloween trailer. I can't narrow down to each film. I love the first Halloween 2018. I loved Halloween Kills. And I thought Halloween Ends was all right. You know, not much Michael Myers in that one, but there wasn't a lot of Jamie Lee Curtis in Halloween Kills. But uh, the only thing I hated about Halloween Kills was Evil Dies Tonight. You know, the, like I can only shout at Evil Dies Tonight. Yeah, I'm picturing Danny <laughs> McBride. I'm picturing Danny McBride and David Goyer like hitting this five foot bong in their fucking Hollywood home, and they're going, "I'm good." <laughs> then he's like, "What you got, bro? Evil Dies Tonight was a good hit." And he's like, "Oh my god, that's great! Oh, that's some primo shit, man!" And then they typed it in. They're like, "Yeah," you know um oh i also i also got i, I remember the name it's called terror train 
Oh, there we go. Yeah. It's Terror Train. Yeah. Yeah, I saw that because I was like, I know she's done other horror movies besides Halloween, and she did that show Scream Queens with uh, some people from American Horror Story, but I didn't, I didn't, I couldn't engage in that. I don't know. It just didn't grip me like her earlier stuff. But yeah, it was. I like the Halloween. I like the ending. I like how they finally did Michael Myers in. It was it's it's about fucking time, you know. Um, I'm just surprised because according to uh, the people that own the rights to the Halloween storyline, you can never kill Michael Myers. Like Mustafa well, Makad, the guy who originally owned the rights, he died unfortunately, but his son now owns the rights. He basically following up his son, his dad's clause was you can make all the movies you want, but you just can't kill Michael Myers. Well, it's the idea of that, like, Michael Myers has become more than just a human. He's evil personified. That's what yeah. he is. So, mm -hmm. like, the idea of being able to kill evil is almost... It, it is impossible. You can't kill evil when it's all he is. Mm -hmm. um, oh, shit. It's a, good, it's a good fucking choice. Slasher is always... Like, it's, anything in the slasher genre is pretty good. Uh, there's, there's obviously some shitty things. <laughs> um, repeat Friday the 13th, shit like that. But, um, yeah, but I mean, you can't go wrong with a, a classic slasher horror. Um, so in saying that we're going to go into other horrors tonight. Paranormal wait, spookies. Wait, 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 wait. Before we go into any of the spooky stuff, the spooky. I think I have my answer. Ah. Oh, shit. Okay. All right. So as as much as I love gore, me and the wife love you know all the the effects and the gore, and we love practical stuff, and we love a lot of the the people that that actually are responsible for creating a lot of the effects. Um, but I guess because of that, I don't see that as horror. I don't see Freddy, Jason, Michael Myers, uh, us or any of those stuff for, for for me that's like a thrill a, a suspense but it won't keep me up at night it won't i won't overthink it i i just don't see it that way so in order to, for me to get spooked like i'll i'll get all you know goosebumps my hairs will stand up i'll feel all fuzzy and i won't be able to go to sleep like i'll have to sleep facing up i can't turn my back to anything like the only thing that does that to me, not monsters, not blood, not gore, not evil personified, nothing. Aliens do that to me. Nothing else. Aliens do that to me. And done right. I'm not talking about Predator. I'm not talking about the Xenomorphs or anything overly, like, uh, violent or, you know. You're talking more about, like, fire in the sky. Stuff like that. Hell yeah. By the way, that scene was no CGI. That scene was all practical. Mm -hmm. uh, that's not my pick, though. Like, a couple of movies come out and they do it right and they do it wrong and too much or too little, too whatever. Um, I think uh, Dark Skies did it right. In my personal opinion, I enjoyed that movie very much. It was horrible in the sense that it did its job, <laughs> but I thought it was a good movie. Uh, it stars Carrie Russell. Uh, I can't remember his name. Fuck. He played J. Jonah Jameson. J.K. Simmons. He's he's in there as well. Um, is it, not to interrupt you, is it weird yeah. that every time someone mentions J.K. Simmons, and they're like, oh, yeah, you mean J. Jonah Jameson? And I'm all <laughs> like, ah, I mean the motherfucker from the show Oz. 
I know what he did. What? Huh? I've never seen Oz, so I don't. don't, It's about prison. I'll just say. That's all I'm saying, man. He is a brutal motherfucker in that show. But the things that creep me out are that the alien has to be portrayed in a way to where, fuck, that is creepy as hell. And there's nothing you can do about it. So that's my that's my pick. But an honorable mention is my wife has the golden touch when it comes to downloading movies and such. But this one time she failed. There's another movie apparently called Dark Sky. No plural, just Dark Sky. And it's also a bunch of about a bunch of dumbass kids in a freaking RV, and they also encounter aliens down in the middle of nowhere. I guess their RV breaks down or whatever. And it's so cheaply done. But <laughs> hell, you could tell that the person that was behind the camera or the brains behind the movie, they they got good brains. They just didn't have a good budget, but it was pretty good. It was it's worth mentioning. But anyway. The bigger production, Dark Skies, for me, is the movie that I'll, you know, my wife is like, hey, you want to watch that? I'm like, hell no, you plan on getting drunk? I'm not watching that shit. Uh, (laughs) It sounds like an asylum film. You've never seen it? No. I think it's on Netflix. I'm not entirely sure about that, but uh, essentially it's it's alien abduction, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they they play with they play with shadows and stuff like that, and I don't know. I think it looks good. Um, I mean, yeah. I, I see where you're coming from, and I totally, I totally agree. Like that 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 too would also have me like it's, that too would also have me fucked up. PBGBs when when signs came out back in like oh one or oh two. Yeah, was, I'm still in Miami, and we went to go watch it down south, like in a newer area. I don't know why. But from, you know, a- after the movie was done, it was me and some high school friends driving back down more to our town. There was nothing built in that area. It was just all cornfield. So that's what I'm watching outside my window, driving back at like, I don't know, 11 o'clock. Just a whole bunch of cornfields after watching freaking signs, which which uh, for its time, it was it was pretty okay. It's the way they do certain scenes that creep me out. Like the alien on the roof where Mel Gibson sees it very qu- very quickly. The fact that there's no identification as to what that is. The unknown, but it's right there. That's creepy to me. Like I have a very specific way to get creeped out. And of course, I, I the jump scare with the TV reflection. Oh. See, that, that's not... That's not bloody. That's not gory. No one's screaming. No one's nothing. But it's like your brain's not ready for that. So, like, here's the thing. So you have your gore hounds, right? These are the guys that watch movies that will show someone, like, uh, you ever see Hatchet with Kane Hodder? Kane Hodder? Kane Hodder is Jason. Yeah, he plays... He's a stuntman. Yeah, but he also plays this creature called Hatchet in the Hatchet films. He also played Hatchet's father... You know, he was, he was, you know, as himself, he was like, the the short story is like Louisiana Bayou, uh, this guy, uh, his wife gives birth to um, this baby, and it's very deformed, the wife dies during childbirth, so he raises the kid, uh, the locals get freaked out, um, some big thing happens, they light his house on fire, and uh, his son, Hatchet, because I don't know the son's name, I forget, 
uh, gets stuck in a house. So he tries to bust down the door with this hatchet, right? And accidentally kills his own son. Um, yeah, but supposedly the hatchet is like the spirit of vengeance. It's like pumpkin head, but it's like, instead of being this weird creature, it's just this big, beefy looking motherfucker in, a, you know, uh, overalls. Right? That's And when he kills people, like, he'll grab... He'll rip their jaw off and they'll show it. That's Gorehound shit, right? Um, just like in the movie Feast. It's it's very much for Gorehounds, the way they eat people in that film. It's fucking dumb. They even eat a kid in the first one. Um, like, I, I can't enjoy something like that, you know? Um, we go back to Signs. Signs scared me when I saw it because especially that scene where they're like, they're showing like the news reports and they're watching TV oh and they God, show that one just scuttle party. across. Yeah. They had the one scuttle across the, between the alleyway there, and I was like, oh, fuck you. Right? <laughs> you know like, what was scary about that? The fact that it wasn't in HD. The fact that it wasn't 4K. It was... The, the, there's there's details that you can't see. And, and when you see things and you can ID every detail or whatever, for some reason it gives you a false sense of, okay, I'm prepared. I, yeah. I, I, everything I can handle it. When you don't see that, when that's taken from you, you're not prepared that increases your fear so the fact that that thing was basically pixelated like it it was an 8-bit alien walking walking in brazil that made it terrifying but mm -hmm. you can make you can make out like the frowny face like the like the alien angry face i don't know maybe it was just hot out there <laughs> yeah but you make it out and that shit was yeah that that scene sucked yeah i seen had me fucked up man i couldn't fucking yeah, but then like I, I also like a good haunted house movie. That's right? true. That's really good. Um, too. I just See, don't those... like it when they get more philosophical. And by that I mean like the house on Haunted Hill that was on Netflix. I didn't find that enjoyable at all. Yeah, like, I, I don't know why. I was just like, okay, oh, yeah, the, the house on the, the one with the bent the bent neck lady, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, like I couldn't. The rest of people. Good. Yeah, and you know, then there's stuff like. Um, found footage films or whatever you know like the paranormal activity franchise i like one through three there was those were good but that was all that's all jump scare city right right that, they capitalized on that right yeah and then you have um what was the other one i was going to talk about um uh, because it's all about paranormal activity you guys have to watch the waynes brothers parody of that fucking film i think i have seen it before that's for so sure there's one of the best lines ever with Cedric the Entertainer who guest stars in the film as a priest. And they're trying to outrun the house and they walk in and there's a full-blown Fandango, par Fandango party going on. <laughs> For those that don't know what it is, <laughs> they all put parties like, hey, what's up, cuz? You want one in on this? And it's like, you know, one chick and a bunch of dudes just waiting their turn and they're like, oh man, we gotta get out of here. Marlon runs off and then Cedric's like, there's a Fandango party. I love me a good fan. He's like, come on, man, quit fucking around. We got to get up out of here. <laughs> you know, there's there's like, you know, heartwarming scenes where like the Marlon Wayans and his girlfriend are moving in. They move into the house. He's like, you know what, baby? You know, I got you no matter what, girl. I got you. I'll always be here to protect you. She's like, I know, baby. I love you. He's like, I love you too. And then he mumbles, listen, motherfucker got a gun and your ass is going home. I'm just saying. <laughs> so like that that's a spoof movie done right but i mean like i love my good haunted house movies i love and, and it's weird because when the movie first came out i was like this is a really good film and i heard they were making a second one cool i can't wait to see it 
Jeepers Creepers, right? Monster films. And when I saw Jeepers Creepers, it felt a lot like that person that creates that original comic book character for like DC or Marvel that is like really overpowered. Then you find out the director is an actual convicted sex offender. Oh. Okay, so I did, I did hear about this. Yeah, he he's a douche. <laughs> like, yeah. major douche. Um, and that's really sad because the Jeepers Creepers series is really... It was something special. Yeah, for sure. And, and it sucks because the one of the films he did before Jeepers Creepers, one of the child stars was the victim. And I don't want to get too into details, but it's like fucking sick fuck, man. And it's like, and it's not like, oh, these are accusations. No, no, like he, he did it. He went to he he went to court. He was convicted for it. He did time for it, and he's out, and he's still getting work. Oh, you know, it's like fuck, man. Now people are just opening their eyes. They're like, no, I don't want to work with him. Man. He diddles kids and, and all um, that stuff. But yeah, that I love a good movie. monster movie. I love my Friday the Thirteenth. I love, I love my uh, Nightmare on Elm Streets. I love my, my my Halloweens with Michael Myers. I love Season of the Witch. You know, Halloween three. Um, I thought that was good, as you know. But I thought that film would have been better if the mass story was like shorter, and they incorporated other horror stories, kind of like they did with the movie Trick or Treat. I don't know if you guys have seen that. That has several different stories, and they all kind of inter intertwine with one another at the end result of the film. And you know that I I love stuff like that. I really I think, dig it. I think I have seen that. Um, That's what the little kid named Sam, the trick or treater. Where's I yeah. go? Yeah, Kill, kills with like a really sharp lollipop or some shit like that. Yeah. Uh, you mentioned uh, the house on Haunted Hill. Me and my wife did enjoy that. But we, we like following people who, who we know make good stuff, which is why we watch American Horror Story. We dig yeah. what uh, Ryan Murphy's uh, style. Um, we, we kept going, and then we, his, next, his next thing was uh, Bly Manor, which we, we thought was pretty good. Uh, and then right now, actually after that, he came out with Midnight Mass, which I thought was really good. Oh, so good. And then, uh, what was it? The, the new one. I'm watching it right now. Mid, uh, the Midnight Club. That's that's what's currently out from his, from his stuff. Uh, I thought it was. It's in, we're we're enjoying it currently. Um, well, lucky you. And, I can't get my wife to sit through an episode of The Walking Dead without her getting up to walk away. Really, she doesn't like the none of our stuff. I mean, she'll watch Game of Thrones she'll watch the house of the dragon which can be gory in its own right but i can't get her to sit through a friday the 13th film or i gotta literally go and watch it somewhere else so hmm. no one's perfect no nah, it's okay i mean um i'm leaving I, her yeah I, <laughs> leaving her. I forgot what else i wanted to bring up so um let's see uh anything paranormal ish ever happened to you oscar P pick one uh. <laughs> all right so oscar mm. uh, give me give me one paranormal experience something something crazy if if there is any crazy. uh i've i've so like my dad was a santaria priest um Whenever he get really like really really like drunk, he would try to perform ceremonies. 
um, claiming he's cleansing the house and all that shit. I never paid attention to it. Um, but shortly after uh, my wife and I, we moved into an apartment in Ocala in Paddock Park. It was called Paddock Park Apartments. Now it's called like uh, Steeples 2901, some shit like that. Um, there were some times where I'll be there, you know, she, she would normally go like on a horse show or go to a dog agility show. She'd be gone for like either the week or the weekend. I have the place to myself and you know you you sometimes it's kind of like driving a car with the radio off you start hearing things you don't want to hear right mostly because it costs money so like i would sit there and, and one night it was really cold and my wife and i were northerners she's from canada i'm from jersey so we don't use the heater sometimes we sleep with the windows open right um so it was probably like 3 a.m and the way, you know, every, if anyone that's ever played video games, they learn a nice science lesson thanks to the game Metal Gear Solid is that sound travels a lot better in cold air than anything else, right? Um, so I heard what sounded like a baby clown. So, and that like just, it just stirred me awake. So I go over. I don't, I look out the windows, the windows wide open. I don't see anything. I'm like, okay. I go back into the bed and it's me and I think we had Maxwell at the time. He was a shit too. So it was like me and him on him and me on the bed. So I'm like, all right, it's probably nothing. And I try to go back to sleep. And next thing I know, um, I'm hearing a crying again. Oh shit. So so this time and it's like three thirty. So like, you know, mind you, because I I read so much about this like and, and I think it's like you you open yourself to these experiences the more you educate yourself about them. So, you know, 3 a.m. is the witching hour, right? Mm -hmm. So I go down, and this time I'm like, okay. I look out the window. I see a couple of people. And I hear the baby cry. And I'm like, I got to go downstairs. I got to fucking get these guys to get this kid out of this cold. It's like It was like 40 degrees that night. So I walk downstairs. I go out there. People are fucking gone. And this lady that lived below us, her name is Pat Patty. Very nice lady, but you could tell she was like the really nosy New Yorker neighbor because she was from uh, the Bronx. She's like, are you looking for the, the, the couple with the crybaby kid? I'm like, yeah, you heard the kid too? She's like, yeah, I heard it like 30 minutes ago also. I'm like, okay. Um, where'd... I'm like, where'd they go? She's like, oh, I don't know, sweetie. They went behind that tree. I haven't seen them since. So I was like... I look at her and I look at this tree. I walk over. I don't see anything. I walk back and I'm like, yeah, you know, you don't think they're like, you know, you don't think they're ghosts or anything. Right? She's like, oh, I don't know. I don't know. She does a crucifix. I was like, oh, fuck, I'm going upstairs. I went upstairs. I closed the window. I'm like, I'm not hearing this shit again. And that was like the first kind of weird, you could call it like a pseudo paranormal experience. But the one that really freaked me out was we moved into this, uh, it was after I had um, I left AT&T, Jorge, and my wife and I moved into this double wide, more into the country, right? And it's it's part of that part of the country in Ocala where, you know, it's the it's the transition from cold weather to warm weather, right? So like you get this nice layer of dense fog that builds up on the ground, you know, like you see them in these big farms. Mm -hmm just builds and, up and it kind of covers like a bunch of roadway and stuff like that. But then it disappears yeah. in, uh, like up the way. Yeah. So 
I never heard a donkey brie ever in my entire life. That's the eehaw sound they make, right? It's called a brie. Mm -hmm. So I'm outside. It's two in the morning. I'm drawing. I, mean, I figure I go outside to smoke a cigarette. I go outside and I hear this donkey brie. I'm like, oh, shit. I get freaked out. <laughs> scared of a donkey so, brie. I didn't know what it was. It scared the shit out of me. Like, I've heard them in cartoons, never in real life. Oh, so, okay. So I go inside, and the next morning you know, I tell my wife, like, oh my god, I got freaked out by this shit. We have a good laugh. I stay at the house, and I decide, you know, I'm going to take this freaking, you know, I feel like I'm going to take a nap. So I figure I'm going to crash on the couch, I'm going to take a nap. My wife went to work, I had off work that day. And I crash. And then I get woken up with what sounded like someone punching a wall. I hit once. And I was like, the fuck? And that made me sit up, and I was like... I look at the dog, I'm like, you do that motherfucker, right? And, you know, it's a shit too. He obviously didn't do it. So I go back to sleep and I hear the same thing again. And I hear, boom. So I'm like, okay. And again, it's not middle of the night, dude. It is like fucking three o'clock in the afternoon. So I get up, I go outside. I walk around a double wide, you know. I don't see anything. I'm looking for like damage to this fucking double wide. I don't see any damage either. So I'm like, yeah, all right. I go back inside. And I end up, you know, doing what I always do, turn on the fire stick. I watch like YouTube videos and shit and I doze off again. And then around 7 p.m. I get woken up by someone going, shh, it's okay. Yeah, that's the and, moment that I run for my fucking life. And <laughs> I, caught, I caught a lot of fucking chills and I was just like, oh, shit. So I just, you know, I didn't sleep the rest of that night. Like, my wife went to bed. And I stayed up till, like, fucking 6 a.m. Because I was terrified <laughs> I was going to hear that whisper again. But it's like, I can't. These are one of the, like, I could talk to her about anything. But that's one of the things I just can't convey with her. You know what I mean? Like, like hey, you just moved here to this place that, you know, you make great money at your job. And it's, like, five minutes from any of your clients. And I want to leave because it's haunted. You know, like, I don't want to say that. So I keep my mouth shut. I'm just like, this is fucked up, man. Like, there is no way this that was legit. Like, and, and, and to this day, it's not like I'm posting about this shit unless reads and, and stuff like that on Reddit or something like that. But th those were um, those were two that were pretty, pretty prominent in my experience. Um, yeah. Okay. My mother, my mom has claimed she's seen shadow people. Um, She's claimed she's had an experience with the... Uh, Oh, what's it called? It's it's like a form of sleep paralysis, but they uh, the English call it something else. Uh, I forget. Neil Ga Neil Gaiman is the one. Uh, I was watching a documentary on Norse mythology. He came up about it as uh, what the, the paralysis old hag. demon. Yeah, the old hag is what they call it in England, I believe. Yeah, they do. It's old hag. Sits yeah, my mom's chest. my mom swears she saw this. And this was like two months ago. She saw this like elderly woman just sitting on top of her wearing all black, hold, trying to keep her from breathing. Right. Well, that's creepy. Um, you know and yeah so it, it's it, 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 it hit I don't know man like it it's it's just weird but it's not like I'm not the type to sit there and be like call on a new station my mother saw the old hag come interview us <laughs> sits at a sits at a bar drinks heavily <laughs> talks to the guy next to you I've seen ghosts man thousand yard stare <laughs> the dude next to you confused just, as fuck just, what <laughs> Oh shit. I um George, I'd like you to go next in your paranormal thing. But um mm -hmm. I do want to state for the facts. I actually do not believe in ghosts. Um I don't uh 
I believe that there, at least at some point, there's a scientific like purpose for all the things that happen. But I'm not discrediting you, by the way, Oscar, in no, any way, shape, or form. Man. Um, but uh, I do have an experience that I would like to share at the end uh, after George. Um, that has made me question my faith <laughs> just a little <laughs> bit. Um, George, so c- c- go ahead, man. Sure, sure. Um, mine's pretty simple. I just I just sent you guys a link on the on the chat so you guys can get a visual of this place um me and my son actually for my son a few years ago yeah he was he was he, he was making some noises when he was asleep and we wanted to get a sleep study on him and this place local in ocala you know did it it's pretty close to where i used to live um so we go and you know, obviously you stay the night, so I stayed with him. So he's uh, he's gonna turn 15 right now. He was like 13 or 12. Um, you know, he he he's never been the, the the type to goof off like to the point where it's like, what's wrong with you? No, he's a pretty calm kid. Um, so they would they put you know they would connect them. Actually, I, there was only one nurse running the thing at the time. We we arrive in the evening. They give us a room. It's a ugly looking two bedroom type of thing. I don't think there's a TV in there. Actually, actually there was a TV in there. Um, so they hook him up. They, they give him they give him this gear on his head. It's like a cloth thing, and they they put all these uh, wires and stuff. They connect it to his head, and they they watch him sleep essentially. So there's really nothing else left to do there. I think the signal was bad. It wasn't that great internet reception. So. Not a whole lot to do there, but just, you know, talking eventually, fall asleep, right? So, uh, for a while, my, my son's not the easiest boy to fall asleep. But whatever, you know, we kept talking and stuff like that. Uh, he's to the left of me, separate beds, like a table in between, and I'm to the right. Uh, and I got a wall next to me, he's got the wall that's that shares the hallway with the rest of the facility. Uh, from my point of view, looking at my top right corner in front of me, closer to my feet than to my head, that corner looked really dark, like really, really dark. Uh, I'm an artist. I, I, I kind of know if something looks a little darker than it should. You know, I, I, I play with photos and stuff like that. So it's thick, it's stuck out right but but i can't look away i'm drawn to look at it you know it's kind of like when you know somebody is sitting in the dark you don't see them but you feel that you're not the only thing yeah that's that's creepy as shit yeah you you don't see smell Mm -hmm. hear nothing it's it's an instinct it's like a predetermined like you're like oh i have this odd i'm sorry go ahead okay so I look at my son, and his eyes are fixated on the corner. I haven't told him, hey, dude, do you see anything? But then I asked him, like, why are you looking at the corner? He's like, I don't know. I'm scared. That's it. He didn't say I saw something. He didn't say I feel someone's there. It's just fear. Why would you have fear of a corner there, right? I get up, and I flip the light on. Of course, nothing there. Nothing, of course, why would there be? Mm. So, you know, flip the light on again. 
we just basically just eat it like hey turn the other way let's go to sleep right i don't i i don't turn the other way i kind of keep my eyes on it and the and the, and the only thing that happened in the middle of the night and i and and you know my wife makes jokes and uh, i make jokes and whatever you know we, that you know the nurse came in and did it but something grazed my back from my back down to my leg right i felt it no i did um I just kind of got spooked out. I opened my eyes. Everything is still dark and I don't see anything. I went right back to sleep. We woke up the next morning and, you know, we packed it up, you know, got up. I, I did some kind of checkout. And when we're getting in the car, for some reason, me and my son feel this, this feeling of like joy, like this uplifting feeling like you it's been pulled off you right you and that just feels like joy like you and you feel like you just escaped something and i asked them like do you do you feel oddly joyful like do you feel like you've escaped something that feeling that rush that you that you made it and he's like yeah that's exactly what it feels like all right we got in the car and we got the fuck out of there and if you guys saw the link you guys can probably get to that place in like 15 minutes. I'm good. Yeah, I'm all right, man. Listen, like not right there. So I'm not, again, not too sure on it. But if I had something touch my leg and then had my child say, I'm, I'm just, I'm scared. <laughs> in that voice, I... At most, I'd be like, "I'm, I'm finding another place to take my child, and I'm leaving." I was, I was skeptical about it, and nothing, not you know, he, he was. I, I thought, I, I thought it was him. I thought it was him playing with me. He's like, "Dad, I swear I didn't do it." But the thing is, being who we are, and we do believe in those things, we, for some reason, we didn't want to leave. Hmm. I mean. I know that sounds like a bad parent, but no, we just, we no. just, we just didn't want to leave. It, uh, it wasn't a ghost. It was an orderly that I threatened your kid. He'll ask me to go to sleep. I swear to God, man. I swear to God. Uh, yeah, say something. Say something. Walks away. Oh, hello, sir. How you doing? <laughs> yeah. Ready to well, get started. What really kind of got me in that story, though, is the, the, the fact that y'all sat there and stared yeah. And I and and what what I've learned over the past couple of weeks like watching more spooky stuff kind of getting a feel for this is that like there there's an innate sense of like instinct that we have to pick up on things that make us super uncomfortable when we don't know it like for instance like you were saying somebody's watching us I don't feel or I don't or I don't smell I don't taste it I don't I don't I don't have any kind of like physical sensory to it but I feel something is wrong and I, and I need to, <laughs> in this case, you're staring at it and you stared at it. You stopped moving. You stopped doing everything. It's the idea that if you stare at it and if you don't move, it's not going to fucking do anything to me. <laughs> like what I, happens, what happens when you stare at it and you see something shift that, that, you know what? I, I haven't seen that. Uh, speaking of seeing, Real quick, I was I wasn't planning on, on saying this, but this is what truly changed my mind. It, 
um, when we moved up here to Ocala, it was the same year my daughter was born, the one that's having the tummy ache right now. Um, she was born in 2015. She was born in February. Uh, you know, they, they're born looking like a ugly potato or whatever. Um, my mother passed away May of that year, three months. And my mother looked very different at, during, you know, her last three months. So there's a picture of her and, you know, she's holding her and th there's no way that child remembers a what my mother looked like at that time, much less what my mother looked like before. Right. Um, when we moved up here, first place we moved into was a, a trailer home. So whenever we would get ready or the girls, you know, kids would get ready if if I'm coming back from from work and we're going to go out to eat. So they're getting ready so that when I come home, you know, we're ready. This was during AT&T time, Oscar. Just to give okay. You a, a heads up. So it was a two bedroom. So on opposite sides, my, my older two children shared the room, me and my wife and the youngest in our ma our main room. So my youngest child basically lived in there, got dressed in there, got her hair ready in there, everything. So my wife gets her ready, right? And while my wife is getting herself ready, my daughter leaves, right? And then she comes back totally normal, you know, skipping or whatever, kind of twirling her dress because, you know, little girls love to do that. So my wife asks her, oh, where did you go? You know, expecting to hear, oh, I was with my, you know, my, my siblings. And she goes, oh, I was showing my dress. My wife goes, to who? And she goes, Grandma. Fuck that. Too little no. to lie. Right? So instead of my wife feeding her information, because a child will say, yes, this, 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 or that, she just kind of puts her in a position to get her to talk, which she doesn't do for a long time because she shuts down. She's like that. So she asked her, like, what do you mean, Grandma? She's like, yeah, Grandma was looking at my dress and told me to spin and then smiled. And then I came over here. I was like, okay, all right. So it's not the first time. Uh, she says, oh, she hugs me when I'm cold. Uh, she says I look very pretty. She says I'm very nice. And, you know, it's just, it, it's all sweet, by the way. None of it is creepy. It's all sweet. I mean, it is yeah. creepy, but it's, it's very it's, creepy. The but... experience itself is, is sweet, but it's like your child is experiencing it and you can't do anything about it and you can't see it. You don't monitor it, essentially. So my my mom, my, my wife is like, I don't, I, I she, she just couldn't tell if she was being a child and making it up or, or whatever. Um, we don't, I don't talk about her all that much, except when any situation kind of brings it up. And I usually refer to her as my mother, you know, I usually don't say grandma. So I don't know where she heard that, you know, I don't have, I don't have any pictures of her in my house or anything like that, or in that apartment, because that apartment, you know, wasn't really that, that well decorated or anything like that. I'm sorry, that, that trailer home. But my wife did have a picture of her this picture of her was 
when she was in her 30s and her 40s, man. She was, she was, she was strong, man. She was like WCW champion there. My butt skin knows <laughs> exactly how strong my mama was. Huh. So she's just there. It's, it's a family picture. I mean, she's there, and she brought her over. And she's like, hey, can do do you see grandma in this picture? Pointed right to her. There is no way we don't have pictures hanging in the house. We we don't have anything. We honestly don't have pictures of people in our home. We're not like that. So we never have been. So there's no, how, how did you see her? How did you know that that was her? And even if someone goes, maybe she remembers her from when she was little. My mom looked nothing like the picture that my wife showed my daughter. Nothing. She didn't have a lot of hair. A lot of skinny, you know, they get skinnier as, as people are on their way out. So she saw the picture and she goes right there. She goes, her. And then my wife goes, no, this is freaking creepy. Out of all the ghosts, this is our ghost. And I look at her dead eye and I go, I'm going to go do the dishes. Because the last thing I need is a ghost looking at me and just looking at me and then pointing at the kitchen. Fuck. But yeah, that's 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 creepy. I mean, I got I got more. Um, I got I got more stories. But Jordan, balls in your court, but man, what do you got? So I also have two stories. Um, one is rather comical, and the other one is kind of spooky. Um, I'll start with the, I'll start with the spooky one first, just because just to continue. Also, I just wanted to comment. It's a very sincere, um, ghost. Your mom, she's a very sweet human being. Yeah, <laughs> just thank you. Taking care of your, you know, your daughter. Just tell it. Just now, tell it her granted, wonderful things. It hasn't, it hasn't happened in years. You know how they say little kids can see things and then it goes away. I think yeah. it went away. But it was nice while it lasted. It was not bad, but still creepy as hell. Absolutely. Um, I'm telling to get your daughter to be like, tell your puppy to hang photos of me. Why is he ashamed of me? <laughs> you like my dress? Well, yes, very nice, Miha. You are Angelita. I know I'm with him now. But get your brother to hang a photo of me. <laughs> okay, I told daddy I showed you my dress. No, I me you. <laughs> God's all like me. Hi, yeah, it's it's time, man. It's dinner time. All right, all right, let's go. <laughs> but I had to break up with jokes. No, it's okay. fine. All dude. right. Um, so to continue, I was in middle school when this happened, and I, I, I um, I, I have been cursed with the touch of insomnia, so I don't, I don't sleep too well at night to begin with, and. So I had about a week of traumatizing experiences where I continued to see this little pale girl who would like Ooh. always follow me from a distance. Um, and this happened, yeah, this happened for about a week. I remember this. Um, I believe just, I, I blame it on the sleep. Just pump huh? the kid. No, dude, I was the same size as her. I was more terrified. I was, I had to, I, I hid in the bushes and stuff, but um, I blame it on sleep deprivation. But I just remember the feeling that I had because I never, I never saw her fully like directly in my vision. It was always in my peripherals, 
then I would see her. And then when I would turn, she'd disappear. And I remember the outfit that she wore because I remember at least seeing her once, like when I was sleeping. Actually, this relates back to the sleep demon. Um, I remember seeing her at the foot of my bed and she had like this old English garment on uh, red with white lace underneath. Uh, and then she had uh, bows around her hands and her neck, but she never spoke to me. She just followed me places. So like I would come home from school middle of the day um, and I'd catch her out of the corner of my eye and it freaked me out and I'd run inside real quick. Um, but this happened for like about a week and I was traumatized. I was terrified to go to sleep. So like I didn't sleep even, I slept even less than normal. So I started tripping more. Um, but yeah, that only, it was weird because it only happened like in a specific set of time and then it never happened again. I've never seen her since. So I don't, I don't know if it was the, the like, if you were to explain it in like paranormal terms, I don't know whether or not it was because of the apartment where they were put or if, if a little girl died and she just latched on to me or, you know what I mean? It's just one of those experiences that other than explaining it through, like I was sleep deprived, I was hallucinating. I can't really explain. Uh, that's what some people may chalk it up to. Um, you know, the, the, the key word there was you, you said you suffer from insomnia. So there could have been a delusional moment on set by the insomnia itself. Um, I just, I find it funny because, you know, you guys mentioned the apartment and all this other stuff. You know, they say, some ghost experts say, it's like, if you renovate a home, you run a chance of awakening any dormant spirits that are there. They say, if you bless a home, you risk awakening any dormant spirits that are there. So it's like a fucking catch-22, man. It's like, damn, so you, you do a Yeah. Like, you hang a fucking picture frame, you're going to be haunted the rest of your life. Yeah. <laughs> overly religious mother, like myself, that's just like, did you have a priest come by? And you're like, oh. God damn it. No, it's going to make it worse. <laughs> and, and so you look up and you're like, God, forgive me. I'm like, yeah, I had one come by. It was great. It went fine. Because I believe in that stuff too, like Jorge. I'm not trying to invite that juju on me, you know, like, oh. <laughs> you know, my a... wife, my wife has a legit 1970s Ouija board. It's in my house. Oh, that's sick. Burn and it. I'm not fucking now, with it. Every now and then, you know, we have a, we have a drink, you know, whatever. And then my wife's, Why? Other, my wife's other side comes out and she looks at me and she goes, you want to go get it? No, like, no. You know what? I will kick you in the clavicle. No, you're not going. As a matter of fact, you're too drunk to find to even remember where it is. And thankfully, I'm right. But every now and then, she taunts me like, "You want to go play with it? You want to use it?" I'm like, "No." So, what the hell's wrong with you? As Shit. much, listen, dude. As much as like, I, I like I, I try to find sane explanations for things. There, there is a thing called not fucking with something and finding out. Yeah, <laughs> whether that shit works or not. Like that guy's exactly. video, that graph chart. Yeah, yeah exactly. as much as you uh, want to fuck around, <laughs> you want to uh, match that up here with the find out, and that's uh, that's how you fuck around. You find out there. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, a a anybody that's logical, the thing is, if they're logical, you know they're gonna look at something and just be like, yeah, no, because there's an element of fear there that can technically tell you the answer that you don't want to know. You know, science and logic 
the side, it, it may connect with everything that you say you don't believe in, or it may not, or it may be something totally effing different. Yeah. If you're a guy of science that you know, the smartest thing you could tell yourself is that you don't know everything. There's no possible way. Now, Jorge's story reminded me of this joke. I want to tell this joke to lighten things up a bit, because a guy's got to try to sleep sometime. Today. Um, so here, here's a quick joke for, you know, your listeners. And for you guys to share with coworkers, it, well, actually, you know, it's not safe for work, so don't share it with coworkers <laughs> unless you feel like going to HR. All right, so there's this hotel in the middle of nowhere, right? <clears throat> this uh, businessman walks in there, white dude, blonde hair, blue eyes, total Aryan douchebag, right? Walks in to the hotel, is like, hey man, need room for tonight, bro? Hotel owners all like, uh, I got one room left. Others are all booked out, but uh. Downside is the room's haunted. So, you know, salesman's like, fuck that, bro. Give me the keys. I'll spend a night there. So he gives him payment, gets the keys, goes in the room. He's watching TV. I don't know where he hears. I'm the ghost that walks the walls. I'm the ghost that touches your balls. And you feel something go down and grab his balls. Freaks the white dude out. He runs out of that fucking hotel room so fast. Throws the key at the concierge and he freaking gets in his car, drives off. The next night, this car pulls up. Decent looking man comes out, the black guy, he walks in, he's like, hey, what's up, man? Uh, I need a room for the night. My hotel clerk sister goes, my rooms are booked except this one here. He's like, all right, well, I'll take it. He's like, eh. catch to that is, uh, it's haunted. But I'll tell you what, you spend a night, you don't have to pay me anything. Black dude's like, all right, cool. So he goes, gets all settled in the room, calls pizza, pizza delivery, he's watching TV, he's eating his pizza, and then he just hears... I'm the ghost that walks the walls. I'm the ghost that touches your balls. And you feel something go down and grab his balls. Freaks the guy out. Gets out of there. Starts hauling ass outside of the fucking hotel. Drives away. The next day, at the hotel, the stoner comes in in his little Volkswagen van, right? The newer ones that came out. He hops out. All the smoke comes out of his van. And he's sitting there. He's just like, oh, sweet. Hey, man, I need a room for tonight. Hotel goes... Well, I'm all booked up, but I got one room left, but it's haunted. And the hippie's like, ah, oh, fucking cool, bro. Hook it up. And, you know, gives him his payment, goes into the room. Hippie's sitting there rolling up this huge fucking joint. Then he hears, I'm the ghost that walks the walls. I'm the ghost that touches your balls. The hippie takes a hit off his joint goes, I'm the hippie that smokes the grass. You touch my balls, I'll kick your ass. Oh. The end. Nice. I like this. That hits better when you're high. Was yeah, he a that's priest? when I first heard it. <laughs> well, no, it was just <laughs> was a... the ghost of priests. <clears throat> that's all I thought of. I'm like, oh, this is relating back to the Catholic priests. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> good, good things come in small packages. <laughs> oh my fuck. Alright. Um, to relate though, the comical story that I had, by the way, this is not gonna like spook the fuck out of you or anything like that. But uh, so I was at work. Uh, I actually texted George after it happened. I oh, believe. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so I was in the men's stall. I was taking a piss. And uh, I was just. I was. I, I like to go in the men's stall because I like to get comfy. I like to stretch and shit like that. And I don't like people looking at me while I stretch. So I go I go in the, the big stalls. I just. And I like doing stall. Yeah, I like, I like doing my thing. And, and, and nobody else goes in there usually. So I'm just like, fuck, I'm stretching, whatever. I went, I close, or I go to close the stall door, and a roll of toilet paper f- f- 
I guess, falls from the stall adjacent to that one and lands perfectly, not like uh, the rolling side, but like straight up and down, like to my left. So I look at that and I'm like, oh, that's fucking weird. So I just go and take a piss, stretch, wash my hands, normal shit. Uh, I pick up the toilet paper roll, put it somewhere to where somebody can use it. Um, next day, I go in the stall. Same stall, do the same damn thing. Shut the door. Toilet paper lands in the same exact place, up and down. And so at this point, I had an inkling. I'm going to scientifically try to prove that this fucking place isn't haunted. So I go ahead and I I put the to- I go into the adjacent stall where it fell from. And started like fucking with how to put the toilet paper roll to where it would fall when I shut the stall door. So I put that shit back in like the normal way where it sits like horizontally in the toilet paper roll so people can grab like wipe their asses properly and whatnot. Shut the stall door. And I shut it a couple times pretty hard. I was actually afraid that like <laughs> one, of, one of the accounting people would come in and ask me what the fuck I was doing. <laughs> this is at work now. This is... I even told my boss this, and she just face-palmed and started laughing at how goofy I was acting. Um, didn't happen. So, I, pl- I take the toilet paper roll out, put it on top of the toilet paper holder, thinking that because it has, it because it has, like, a bit of a, a curve to it, thinking that if I slam the door, it'll fall then, too. Slam the door hard. I, do- I try it three different ways. Uh, nothing fucking happens. And it happened. It hasn't happened since, but I could not recreate how the fuck that toilet paper roll fell and how it fell straight up and down in the same exact place twice. Like, like, what the, like a ghost just fucking said, "You gotta take a shit here, go man." His fucking toilet paper roll. Like it was fucking weird, dude. Like if I tell my mom this story, she wouldn't be amazed or find it funny. She would have been like, "What well, did you play the lotto?" No, I didn't play a lot of why. Because if that happened, you could have played all. You could have won. You could be a millionaire. Oh fuck, that's true. Yeah, my luck is just on fucking par. Yeah. Oh yeah, fuck, like, I should have. No, it's, it's the toilet paper, mom. Is it? Did you play the lotto, mijo? No, I did not. Ay, Dios mío, este muchacho. Just gonna be poor your whole life. I want to be like, bet you're like seventy-eight and you're renting still. I think I won. Like, dude, it was so fucking weird though because we. Like, we had toilet paper. I, like, if it was a ghost, like, it was just... At this point, it was overabundant. So I'm like, hey, dude, listen, you need to fuck off. Like, come on. I don't need this much toilet paper, but thank you. Thank you for this gift. Me. I'm going to go take a <laughs> shit now. Meanwhile, the guys <laughs> at the counter are like, you know, the Jordan kid bumped into Lee Ray's ghost. No way, Lee Ray. Yeah, you know, that guy used to jerk off when you take a shit. He just throw the toilet paper to let you know he was there. Yeah, yeah he did that to him twice. Oh, shit. Fuck. <laughs> Well, that's do the we, thing, though. Do we call I, a no, don't call the psychic. Don't, don't, don't call we don't need this shit again. <laughs> yeah, actually, let me let me tell you guys real quick because I because I actually do have pictures of this, uh, and when we load on Instagram, little clips. I, I don't know if Jordan's gonna post the clips, and it makes sure. sense to have audio with it. But in 2019, we take a trip to St. Augustine, right? We so everyone knows St. Augustine has weird stuff. It's the most haunted city in America. Yeah. So we take a tour and uh, there's a couple of, it's all on foot. No, no little trolley or anything like that. We learn a whole bunch of stuff and some of the stuff is kind of creepy, but there's no creepy vibe. So I don't honestly remember which one of these things happened first, uh, but there are pictures for it. 
uh, we started walking down uh, like a dark alley. It's basically the whole town is one big ass dark alley. Yeah. Um, and there's you know homes. People are actually living in there. It's just you know a normal neighborhood. And then all of a sudden, one one of the lots is just empty. The grass is trim. Everything looks clean. It doesn't look weird or anything like that. And there's a well there. So uh, the story is, uh, and you can actually look this up, that that well's been there for a very long time. I don't want to say a time frame and then be totally wrong, but a very long time. And I, I think the two little kids from the family that purchased the home that, that's no longer standing, they fell in there, right? And then I think the house... I don't know why. I don't know. I don't know what happened to the parents or the house or anything like that. But at night, according to the residents there, you can look this up online as well. You know, people talk about it on message boards that have nothing to do with St. Augustine or anything like that. Just creepy stuff that you hear kids running around two o'clock in the morning, three o'clock in the morning, stuff like that. And, you know, everyone's keeping their kids in or, or maybe they don't have kids. So whose kids are they? Whose kids runs around two o'clock, three o'clock in the morning? Little kids. You hear little kids just joyfully running around. So the the group of the tour, I don't know. Let's just say ten of us, you know. And you can sit around and whatever. And my my wife is taking pictures. I believe she took them with her phone. And I know editing is possible with smartphones in 2019. So I'll, I'll whoever wants to see the pictures, I'll let you speculate. That's totally cool with me. Um, but she took three pictures and she numbered them on the bottom left so you can kind of see it in sequential order. There's like a white blur that passes right by my son. Uh, and there are other pictures that are not amongst what I sent you where the blur is not there. So it's just, just something to just, that, that's all it is essentially, just something to think about. Uh, one of the other places we went to was a building. I believe it was like a museum. Uh, I forget what this guy's name is, but my my youngest daughter has like one of those toy cameras, those large pink toy cameras that hang around your neck. And she caught something. She took a picture and you can kind of make out the figure. Uh, we kind of wrote, you know, kind of drew the figure over the image, over one of the images. But you can, you can kind of make out a, a, a figure there. So that camera that you can't fake that that camera is too cheap it's essentially a potato camera you yeah. can't you can't mess with that you take a picture you catch something you caught it so it was none of that creeped us out because of course we found out afterwards we were just enjoying how cool this everything felt and talking about spooky stuff and old history and stuff like that and you know both those things put together and stuff and you know shit so it was it was more cool than, than spooky, but when we saw the pictures and, you know, I think we saw, I think we noticed in the hotel that very night and we were like, whoa, that was, that was pretty cool. All right. I'm yeah. I, uh, I remember you showing me those pictures for the first time and I'm like, oh, well, that's fucking strange. <laughs> I didn't have really other, another response to that. I was like, oh, that's odd. Damn. What, well, what do you guys think of uh, EVP? The, electronic the voice phenomenon phenomenon oh like what? the whispers and shit yeah 
yeah. I am uneducated, so I will be the uneducated variable on this subject. Um, Oscar, you can go ahead and explain it, man. Go for it. I mean, well, what it is, it's basically like, so j just for anyone listening, like you'll never see a movie about like quote unquote ghost hunters. I think those shows are bullshit, by the way. Um, uh, I think they are. I think they're, they're the equivalent of vultures, but, um, so, so what never, they do is, you would, never, you would never go to a place that is supposedly haunted here and film it, which well, is essentially what they're doing. Well, like if if you watch those shows, they go to these haunted places and then they try to piss off the fucking entity if there is one there. So it's like you're not going to live there. You don't. You're not nowhere in your pitch to these people that you're trying to quote unquote help. Do you offer a solution? All they do is basic. You know, all all they do is basically like rile up the ghost and give them information on it because they went to public records and fucking pulled some shit on the property so that's why i don't like these shows because if someone is really if there is a family really being like tortured by some like some entity there in comes jim bob and his team and you know seven cameramen and they're all just like you know filming everything they're doing and they're trying to rile this fucking thing up so they can get evidence quote-unquote evidence of some kind which you know if you see anything happen in these shows, it's fucking bullshit. Because if it was legit hardcore evidence, dude, this shit would be nationwide fucking news. You know, like the 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 new story about that ghost in the junkyard that was tra like what that traversed through this entire property. Um, that hit the news. You know what I'm saying? So, it, for for me, when I when I hear electronic voice phenomenon, or my my least favorite is the voice box, where yeah. And then maybe you'll they'll pick up the ghost saying something. Voice electronic voice phenomenon is one guy sits in that room, puts down a tape recorder, asks questions. Does he get an answer? He just sits there. Ask another question. Just well, sits there. I will say, I I do have a guilty pleasure when it comes to like shows like that. I don't like the TV shows. Um, I think they're a little a little more staged, but. I do watch this YouTube channel uh, called The Watcher, and they do like ghost hunts and stuff like that. And and I like I like the people that do it, but I also like you mentioned a couple things that they do that do irk me. Like instead of offering a solution, they they kind of antagonize. You yeah. know, and that's really that. Yeah, I, I could I could definitely see what you're regarding. So I do I do have a guilty pleasure in that regard, but most of them are bullshit. Yes. It's it's like the group taps transatlantic paranormal society there was an episode where they went to like this uh, uh at least it wasn't a person's house but it was like this uh old brewing factory it was like a i, I want to say it was the miller family it's like one of their historic homes right it's a tourist mm -hmm. location um and they're sitting there and they're and the rumor was like one of the family members killed killed the dog and then himself and they're like you stupid fucking ghost you get a big shot because you killed the dog yourself. What? You're a pussy. You're a pussy. Ooh. Come on, do something, go. Like, why would you do that? Like, if if you if you quote unquote say you believe this shit, why would you try to purposely antagonize a fucking being like this in the first place? Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? That's the thing I never fucking understood, and it just bothers me more when it's a family. And then you hear them like, you know, my daughter has not slept, had a good night's sleep in like over a year. She gets maybe two to three hours a night. Okay, well, we're going to go ahead and uh, uh, walk through your house with this 
fucking hunk of sage that smells god awful. Yeah, let's stink well, up the house. And that supposedly antagonizes the spirit. Uh, we're gonna have a psychic here just talk shit to it. And I'm gonna make fun of about the ghost that we dug up info in public records. And uh, yeah, yeah, let's see what we can do to help you out. It's like you're not, you're making their situation worse. I'm gonna fight this fucking ghost, yo. Yeah, I'm gonna, I got my ghost. I got my ghost fists. I got. I, I saw they made it in a Ghostbusters movie with all the chicks. So these are real. And I'm gonna fight the ghost. You know, fucking Ghostbusters. Fuck off. But yeah, electronic voice phenomena is basically they leave a tape recorder in the room and they ask questions. They wait for answers. And they re replay the tape and then they pass it through like 20 filters or they hire the volume and sometimes they'll get something, but it could be like, you know, it's it's like a it's a crapshoot, really 50 50. It could be an actual voice they pick up or it could be someone from another room talking. Yeah. Or it you could know? just be like the ghost just saying, I took a huge shit today. Yeah. I hope you enjoy it. You want me to Chipotle? Okay, so actually, Smith is banging the neighbor. No, I'm not. I'm not. We're friends. That's all I do. We're just friends. I totally saw them do it. They don't use condoms. No, no, we use condoms. Oh, oh, you got me. We don't. We don't use condoms. It's weird. <laughs> so actually, George um, and Oscar, you may find. I don't know if you know about this piece of technology, but there is a. Can't remember what the fuck it's called, but essentially what it does is it'll. It, it's like it's essentially an infrared camera that tracks outlines of people kind of like a motion sensor almost right like a, a xbox connects almost yeah kind of yeah. like that so apparently which I, I find it fascinating i think it's i think it's uh, i mean like in terms of like ghost tools however childish they may be i think it's kind of interesting where like um they'll they'll scan a room where nobody else is sitting in it at least from what you can see then again if you have you know if you have night vision you can look in the room and there's nothing there but on the camera it tracks an outline of something that is perceived to not be there so like and then it moves which is interesting you're like what is it attempting to track that is somewhat humanoid right it's kind of strange thought that was yeah. interesting thing yeah, I've uh, I've also seen you know the the new wave of social media. The most popular one that's slowly killing off Facebook is TikTok, and there are like the TikTok videos of people of like Twitch streamers, you know, sitting there playing the game, and then a door suddenly slams behind them, or um, which you know you can kind of call bullshit on it. Like, oh, there's someone behind that door. The one I did saw that fucked me up was I want to say it was a cooking show on YouTube. And this dude's cabinets just opened up behind him. Ooh, I don't like that. And he, he was just like, okay, we're done for today's episode. Goodbye, everybody. And I'm like, yeah, I do the same thing, bro. I do the same thing. So, you know, um, but yeah, that's, that. you know, electronic voice phenomenon, the infrared cameras, I've seen them happen before. Um, I there's, there's shows I won't watch at night. One of them is, it's an old school show on the Sci-Fi Channel, way when it was called the Sci-Fi Channel, not Sci-Fi. Um, it was called Sightings. Oh. And this was basically like uh, In Search Of, but without Leonard Nimoy. And they had all these things. You learn about the, the I want to say, is a, was it Santa Monica? I forgot her name. Um, this lady supposedly claimed she was haunted. Not just haunted, but she also was um, sexually assaulted by a ghost. Um, and a crew went there to investigate. And then of course people were saying, Hey, it's, you know, she only wants attention cause she's broken a single mom. 
And then this camera crew went there. Uh, the crew showed up. And then one of the crew members actually got strung up by his camera cord in the attic. Which had people going, what? And, he, and you know, um, the cameraman, when he talks about it now, he's like, yeah, I just, I just want to leave. <laughs> yeah, no shit. I'd want to leave too. This is dumb. <laughs> this is not what I signed up for. I wanted to go. I wanted my money. I didn't expect this shit. <laughs> so oh. yeah, it was, it was, it, it was, you know, that show would, would showcase so many different type of like that alien encounters and shit like that. Uh, my favorite was Bigfoot, you know, um, that yeah, Bigfoot is what, what's up. That's like up there on my list. I believe in Bigfoot. I, I believe there is a, a race of uh, a missing link of gigantopithecus. I believe is a scientific term to describe him. That mate that's huh? I, I just don't see anything fantasy about it. It just makes sense. Yeah, and what I don't understand is these people that get uh, footage of Bigfoot um, are recording them on these cameras. And like you know, it's a good camera, and like you're trying to tell me, explain to me that th that you have this hundred dollar camera, or if you got a eleven hundred dollar smartphone, you can't seem to take the time to fucking focus on what you're recording. Yeah, they're always unfocused. I, and, I did notice that. Yeah, it's weird. And, and there's this one guy who try, and, and it, there's an apologist for everything, right? When someone calls something out for something being fucked up. Um, there, there is, there's always that someone, someone that tries to give some sort of excellent, excellent, uh, explanation about it. Right. He's like, well, how do you not know that Bigfoot doesn't emit an electromagnetic pulse around him? At no level? EMP. <laughs> what the, that, <laughs> like, are you fucking kidding me, man? Like <laughs> something I heard so recently, like made me think a little bit and it kind of makes sense you know different animals have different behaviors and stuff like that depending on uh whatever the nature of the beast but some people are saying like oh they have a depending where they live like under or the foot of the mountain area that there's like a series of caves and it kind of goes into like underground to where one of the reasons they're not out in the open and people don't encounter them that much to where there's like reported like you know to, to where it leaks out into the news um it's because for the most part they're subterranean they have cave systems that kind of go a little a little deep not like totally under the ground like under my house but obviously in inaccessible areas to humans in the first place and then on top of that, you know, they kind of have places where they can hide. No wonder they've been like hide and seek champions since like forever. 1967. Right. But so. the, the you have to take it like here in Florida, we have a Bigfoot. We just call it a skunk ape. The skunk yeah. ape. Um, yep. You know, um, and and also uh, to, to verge off this a little bit, I was uh, a few weeks ago, I was doing some research. I'm like, you know, every town has some sort of paranormal story. What is a story? about ocala and the only reason why i looked it up because i was talking to some friends from back home in new jersey and this there was this thing we used to you know jersey was no, jersey's known for the jersey devil right uh-huh yeah uh, the, the 13th child born to a family and yada 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 um you know we had this part in jersey that was uh i forgot exactly what town it was in it was on the way to northville new jersey and we used to call it devil's tower now the thing you did there was you drive to this big tower 
and you drive around it forward three times and then you drive around it backwards three times and that should conjure the guardian of the tower to look down and start throwing rocks at your car so we did try doing that of course nothing happened but it's just the ambiance of where it's located it's you drive down this long lonely road right where there is no street lights it's pitch black you pull up to the tower there is this one light on in that tower every night every just, night i love the i love the idea that the ghost goes caveman unga bunga mode and just decides to throw rocks and not do anything else doesn't yeah. fuck with you at all just decides to fucking hurl rocks like bitch get off my fucking tower i got time for this shit i'm, I'm sleeping you son of a bitch get out of here <laughs> yeah exactly like this motherfucker went it goes unga bunga mode and get off, rocks. get off my lawn yeah exactly like Oh, that, that's fucking sick. That that rock, rock or that uh, that ghost goes hardcore. That that motherfucker said, "I don't want people to bother me. Fucking leave me alone. <laughs> I don't have time for this shit." Fix your exhaust. The the landscaper was here already. Piece of shit. God, I'm just trying to have sex with my first cousin. Oh my god. <laughs> that's also a goat. <laughs> did you did you did you uh did you actually find any story for Ocala? it's very vague i'm trying to get more info it keeps circling back to this guy that wrote a book and he just talks about his book and doesn't touch base on it i believe it's called the coyote queen is what came up also your research is ongoing still it is uh you know i i settled into the new house i'm back to painting marvel legends bro so my time gets fucking taken up instantly if i'm not working on my shitty comic book that ryan and i are working on together but yeah it's you gotta look up i hear you i hear you clacking on your keyboard like you just found out they recast a marvel character as a black person there doug um no 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 no. i'm I'm looking at i want to look it up because i want to know now that's sick that's awesome dude I'm always fascinated with the folklore of like towns, like what kind of um, like they they adapt their own culture to to those legends. And um, I'm the a huge fan. Woman. The Coyote Woman. I'm coyote a huge fan. Woman. I'm a huge fan of um, speaking of like folklore and stuff like that. I'm a huge fan of the Wendigo. I lo- mm. I, I love the Wendigo. It's one of my favorite like folklorean legends from like uh, Native American tribes. It's amazing. It, it's so weird. My first experience with a Wendigo, like anyone else in my position, is from Marvel comics, right? Mm-hmm. And then you start hearing the folklore in a fin- Wendigo, and you're like, God, this thing is fucking terrifying. It is. It really fucking is. Like, what, it eats people. That's how you become one. You have to eat. Somebody? Holy shit, man! What happened to like the the beast that from the Capcom versus Marvel Wendigo, you know, it says its name like the first Pokemon, and if it scratches you, you turn into one, and then you have to kill the one Wendigo, and it cures everyone it ever infected, and you know now then you, then you then you find out about it, and it's like oh my god, that's disturbing. Well, it's 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 a really interesting thing too because it's it 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 has like real life ideas of like a strong like family ties. Like, for yeah. instance, um, when, you know, like, a person would be separated from the family, lost in the woods, cold, and stuff like that, they become the Wendigo. I'm, I'm paraphrasing heavily. But 
they become the Wendigo because of their separation from society. So it's a very interesting like tie into very like heavy family values. And yeah. if you don't have those and you go off on your own, there's a possibility that you become this fucking monster that <laughs> eats people. Like, damn, like, okay, I love my family. <laughs> so like, it's the same thing with like a skinwalkers. That's another folklore yeah. from American culture that I absolutely enjoy is this thing that can literally change its appearance to be anyone. And then okay. when you talk about it, you give it power. And that's fucking terrifying. Which is that what is that, doing that's horrifying. Right now. <laughs> Say what? That's terrifying. And right now, basically, you're giving it power. I am. <laughs> you were talking about the skinwalker. You know, and 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 another thing is like you you listen to these like you know the best thing um was this YouTuber's name Lazy Masquerade. Uh, he does a lot of let's reads right where people submit stories and you know ninety nine percent of them are fucking bullshit right. Um, and they're all about terrifying experiences, but a lot of them have to do with skinwalkers and, and all that other stuff. And, um, nothing about a Wendigo. Um, it's always about let's not meet type of stories. Right. And, and I think, and it's weird. Cause like I talked about my paranormal experiences, those scared me, but I think the shit that scared me the most is if you guys want to know the story, it is based. It really did happen to me. It happened to me back when I was a fucking beer guy. And I've never, and and I never been. Like I like to think I'm a, I'm a very I'm a very approachable guy. I've never feared for my life. I had a few moments where I. I take it back when I'm a teenager. I had a few moments where I thought, yeah, this is it, right? I'm gonna bite the bullet. But this, what this person put me through, I literally thought I was gonna end up dead one day. Hi, this is Jordan from the future. I am currently in the middle of editing this podcast just to make sure that everything is in tip-top shape for you to listen. So there will be uh, a little bit of confusion if I don't go ahead and add this little piece here. So Oscar was about to delve into a story that is about a stalker that he encountered when he was younger. So I went, we decided, me and George decided to make that its own story because it seemed pretty self-contained um, and we can make it a special for you guys and you know get into the spoopy as spooky halloween spirit so that should actually have been released already yeah that's pretty much it nothing crazy continue the episode and after this podcast if you want to go back and watch that one please go ahead it should have been released already on friday so no issue there i hope you guys have a wonderful day thank you for all the support george you're awesome you're my bro i love you to death oscar it was a pleasure having you on, man. And, uh, yeah. Bye. All right. So, I don't know if you have any closing uh, statements, Jordan, anything like that. I just wanted well, to... Oh, gentlemen of the jury, real consideration, my client did not have anal sex with the pillow of this young yes. lady. He had all sex. Wait a minute. So if it's a pillow, how do you differentiate? Oh god. How do you differentiate the difference between anal? Oh my god, I, I can't. Anal and not anal. It's a pillow. You ever been to jail, Mister Jorge? <laughs> I figured you would with a name like that. Oh, Southern. There, there, there's a difference in the fact that one side of the pillow has the butt, and the other side does not. That is how I testify. That I did anal. I mean, yeah, I did not do anal with the pillow. Well, 
I'm not racist. I'm just asking a question. <laughs> now, for another to- another topic, another day, I have a theory that everything has a butthole. <laughs> everything has a butthole. Everything. Even a can of soda? Yeah. Are mm. we drinking from the butthole? It's possible. I'm just oh, grossed that's... out when I, when I read that meme that the anus has the same skin texture as your lips. Oh, that's so cool. You, so when that's, you're eating that's, and you're like, oh, there's some cheese on my cool. lips, you're like, oh, I just lick the butthole. It's chipotle. Jesus Christ. Um, so yeah, anything. Cars, houses, uh, <laughs> build, buildings, the sewers systems. There's an entrance and there's an exit. It's a butthole. I'll, if, uh, I'll, I'll leave you guys with that. Okay. Oscar, thank you sincerely for coming on, man. I appreciate you. Yeah, my pleasure. I had a lot of fun. Uh, if you guys ever do an episode about weirdest places you're ever employed to work at, I got you there, too. <laughs> oh, okay. Also, uh, I think I found the intro or, or the title to this. Um, was it? This uh, <laughs> Pillow Talk and, para- and the Paranormal. <laughs> oh, that's perfect. <laughs> that's, that's what I'm going to fucking call it, dude. Or that's amazing. Paranormal Pillow Talk. Oh, okay. We got some contenders. Fuck yeah. All right. Well, I think that's it. Happy Halloween, everybody. Um, You know, eat a bunch of candy. And uh, just be wary of people, apparently. <laughs> As a type 2 diabetic, I find that statement irrelevant and offensive sexually. Oh, God. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Fucking idiot. All right, guys. <laughs> Good night, good night, guys. Left my balls off. All right, good night, guys. Good night. All right, see you. Later.